0: burrito on me gonna take a sea kick back my feet gotta do i'll drink some tea burrito on me burrito on me oh don't know where to eat but burrito on me got a lot to eat but burrito on me gonna drink tea with will lp burrito on me burrito on me gjw has it right body being balance business the ingredients for best all-around behavioral burrito in that order this podcast episode is in honor of a highly effective communicator who's had a huge impact on a ton of folks, me included, because he put to digital what I'd for so long mapped out in my own mental. Hearing his spin kind of seemed to wrap up my reality like a, like a behavioral burrito. And in honor of our recent Cinco de Mayo, this behavioral burrito is where everything you need is rolled up inside and not fully evident until you faithfully first bite your way into it kind of like how do I know that what's in there will work for me well you're gonna have to sink your teeth into it and find out my behavioral burrito the ingredients are in this order and I believe it works best and that's controversial I accept that that there is a best order for achieving things that honestly cares nothing about your feelings but your feelings will thank you for it I believe and that order again is body, being, balance, then business. Thank you too, and all credit, to Garrett J. White. Except for the whole burrito reference. That was my thing. Burrito! Don't know where to eat, but burrito on me. Gonna take a sea, kick back my feet. Gotta do, I'll drink some tea. Burrito on me, burrito on me. Oh! Don't know where to eat, but burrito on me. Got a lot to eat, but burrito on me. Gonna drink tea with the Nelki. Burrito on me, burrito on me. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the star craving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do, I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, amperage.com, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... When people contact me for my help, they got no idea what they're getting into. They tell themselves, "Yeah, I'll just look for a trainer with a lot of experience." Hey, this gym guy says here he's got over thirty-five years experience. I'll hire him, and then the fun unpacking begins. <laughs> Where do I begin? Well, I mean, I just had a new client call me this morning. Someone who's worked, fully, you know, they've worked successfully with other trainers from other parts of the country in their past. And after they checked out our website, Amperage.com, they checked out the website, they gave me a call. We chit-chatted, then we cut the chit and got to the chase, and we chatted about specifics. That's where I heard what I needed to know, but it was not the answer to what I'd asked about. See, I I asked him about what he'd learned from the past that he believed could be beneficial to apply now, to apply this time to go get those goals he said he hadn't wanted. His answers, well, they were all about exercises he'd done and trainers he'd worked with before. And, well, well, that was pretty much it. It's for that reason, I believe, that this man was well-trained, but not, well, not well-changed. And both he and I are getting too damn old to make the same mistakes time and again. So this time I told him this time would be different we weren't just going to change what he saw on the scale. We were going to change who he saw in the mirror. All decked out or naked and afraid. See, future full-on foundational success is like time travel, alternating between revisiting the past while envisioning the future. Envisioning it so clearly that the future shows us what from the past will help us get there and What from the past has held us back from already being there? Time travel, like it really existed. But time travel has been said that it's like a burrito overlapping at points and full of stuff where we think we know what's in there. And still some stuff we can't see till we get inside. So it is with our behaviors. And to build our best tomorrow, we got to build a better behavioral burrito today. And the ingredients? They're in this order. Body, being, balance, and business. And yet, so many of us, we live like, if I just get my business successful enough, I'll have the life that I want to live. Hey buddy, your burrito, you built it backwards. So when someone says that they're going to change themselves and their lives, you got to go for body blows first. And yeah, I know folks, There's those out there who will say that this is a shallow pool of healing to tiptoe into, to put our body before our spiritual being. But hey, that body, God gave it to you, so take care of it. Or do you want to someday face the head heavenly honcho himself and explain why you showed up knocking on them pearly gates 10 years ahead of schedule, because you pizzaed and pork rinded and paps Blue ribboned yourself from a vertical 511 to a horizontal subterranean six feet under and you did it in record time is that what you want hmm how effective can you or can anyone be spiritually philanthropically lovingly from a cardiac and stroke induced wheelchair See that wheelchair it doesn't make you worthless but in what you can contribute i'll bet it does make you worth less all of our actions all of your actions and all of our inactions Today, tomorrow, they're all taken by that physical body. If we don't take care of it first, we can't be very effective humans with our spirits trapped inside a sick bag of bones. We're adding very little good to this world because our flesh is too sick and too weak to even house the spirit that God chose to bond and bind to our unique flesh. Neglecting your temple disrespects God's plan. So... Behavioral burrito, ingredient, numero uno, is your body. Now, next, yeah, your spiritual being. The comment is right. What does a man gain if he forfeits his soul? Our being lasts beyond our understanding, and it's every bit as eternal as our Creator so chooses. So, choose to make the most of, and the most with, our being, our spiritual side, for it honors our intended purpose. And... It serves the next final two factors. But you're already a spiritual being. so You don't have to work to become a spiritual being. You simply have to accept it as fact. And I'll tell you, even the most agnostic, the most atheistic, most biggest, baddest Bible bashers I've ever sat down and broke bread with, they've even been open to the possibility that they have a spiritual side. Even if they don't want it to be somebody else's right to define. Okay, I get that. And though, since I have no evidence that I created myself into a spiritual essence, I choose to align my spiritual essence with what I accept as a godly presence. And that's the essence of how I live in the present. But even if you don't want to walk the same walk and, and, and trek on those streets of gold that I hope to someday, your spirit its likely to be bigger than your brain, much bigger than your brain can contain, so accept it and just let it grow stronger. Inside, Inside and within the body that you are respecting now you have a spirit. that You're not rejecting Remember the order body being balance and business. So am I projecting? Yeah, maybe well am I moving on? Remember that being is the number two ingredient that you'll find being inside your bigger life behavioral burrito Now back to speaking of am I projecting the person that we are and the person that we become literally the project that we make of ourselves that version projects outward onto the people that we share the planet with. And it requires a balance of self-focus and shelving some things. Shelving things sometimes to prioritize those that we're planted here on the planet with. Balance is burrito part number three. Balance outside of only ourselves. Balance our everyday. Recognizing that we're not the center of this world and that just like it was written, It's not even good for man to be alone. For if man falls, if man fails, who will help him up? Who will have his back? A cord of three strands is not easily broken. Hmm. I love to get people thinking about who the cord of three strands is made up of. See, we're here to coexist, co-create. We're here for community, not to coerce others for our own small agendas. But... If all we work to serve and all we work to deserve is other folks, then we're dependent on our own codependency. So first we put the oxygen mask on our own body and let our own spiritual being breathe deeply. Because those are the only two that you were actually put on the planet to take good care of. But then, after choices we've made, the paths that we've traveled, people that we joined with and invited in, our actions actually act on us and act on them. So choose your changes as choice chances for a balance. A balance that's bigger than just you or just me. Because remember, a man all wrapped up in himself makes a very small package. And an even smaller burrito, kind of like a mini burrito, like a burritito. Burritito! (laughs) Finally, business. Business is all about what you produce beyond just you, beyond ourselves. And it's what contributes to God's plans for all of us as a human race. Entrepreneurial business, philanthropical business, managerial business, or sometimes just subservient business. Handle your business, because it's yours to accept blame, yours to look back and prevent shame. It's yours to successfully claim. It's your business. Get on it. God doesn't need our business, sex. No matter what some televangelist tells you, God doesn't need our business success, but God knows that we need it. So work is unto the Lord, it's written, not because of who God is, but because of who we are, who you are, to God. Who are you to God? You are a physical reality. You're spiritually inspired and infused. You are communally created, and you are uniquely and productively capable. Body. Spiritual being, humanly balanced, with business to be successful at. Because God created no one to live a purpose of self-abuse, a purpose of self-neglect, a purpose of self-isolation or self-doubt. What God did create was, well, God created a powerful, capable construct when God constructed you. And me too. Now... More words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Entry 148 Nothing is harder to direct than a man in prosperity. Nothing more easily managed than one in adversity. Plutarch And the guide's point of view on this? Those who listened and served Christ did so humbly, not puffed up, like they were best friends with God. Because they had nothing to cling to or prevent them. Lending a helping hand. What do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean system, what have you learned lately that's new? What have you earned that wasn't simply given to you? Where have you added to the world It was bigger than you? i be grateful for that. Reflect on it, respect it, and navigate somewhere next. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean L E A N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Amperage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless. And now, go get a little dirty learning something new. Earning what's not given to you. Adding to this crazy world that we share, and navigating your way to something new and next.